Blog Talk Radio. On this frightful day, welcome to President, Patriot, or Puppet. Now, this radio program, we discuss current political issues with interaction and intensity not heard on any of the other shows, including the visual media. Our listeners learn and often participate because the issues discussed could affect them directly. If you, of course, have a comment, we appreciate it. If you call us at 1-347-826-7400. We've got a a complete, uh, I, I would say, the most heartfelt day in our history when we're trying to get by today and respect those who lost their lives on September 11, 2001. And I simply want to play this little intro and before I go any further. An airplane has hit the World Trade Center, and that's all we know. Today we've had a national tragedy. American Airlines Flight 11 departed Boston for Los Angeles. Two airplanes have crashed into the World Trade Center. Uh, World Trade Center has been one of their missions. God bless the victims, their families, and America. I can't tell you how this brings a lump to my throat. And I'm going to apologize for the poor delivery today, but it is strictly that. A respectful delivery, something I will never, ever live through or down. And that is the loss of our American lives and the stupidity that's taken place after that, and how we allow our government to simply go along and try to get along and to not acknowledge what a terrorist is. We are not going to do that on this show. We're going to not be politically correct, and we're going to bring the facts. Our show today on this anniversary of 9-11-2001 is extremely humbling to me. And I know to my co-hosts as well, what to say and how to say it becomes earth-shatteringly heartfelt. The government is aware of no credible or specific information that points to any terror plot tied to the anniversary of September 2009 attacks, according to the new confidential threat assessment from the FBI and Homeland Security Department obtained by the Associated Press. Did you hear what I just said? Our government, the same ones who lie and deny and break more laws than criminals who are in prison, say, trust us. We have found no credible threats, and if you do find some in order to keep your uh, Democrat cronies in office, Will the computer files simply disappear? I think we all can relate to that. Going into another anniversary of September 11, 2001, right here today on September 11, 2014, I feel less safe because our government and 
for them to say there are no credible threats doubles my concerns because in order to tell when our government is lying, you simply need to see their lips moving. Three others were killed and more than 260 others were injured when two men set off bombs near the finish line of the popular Boston Marathon in April. There was no specific or credible evidence or intelligence about those attacks either. Or is that more harsh manure? Russian officials had told the FBI in 2011 that the suspect, Tamerlan uh, Tajnirva, or whatever the hell his name is, was a, uh, a follower of radical Islam and a strong believer, and that Mr. Tajnavir uh, had changed uh, drastically since 2010 as he prepared to leave the United States for travel to the country's region to join unspecified underground groups. It is people like this you don't want to let out of your sight. And this proved to be a fatal mistake by our government. Uh, Tajnirvov or whatever, who uh, immigrated to the United States from uh, Dagestan Republican of Russia little more than a decade ago, but the FBI was exonerated and said to have done all they could when the government investigated itself on this and other issues concerning the Boston bombing. That exoneration of the FBI stands in contrast to the findings of a similar investigation conducted after the 2009 shooting at Fort Hood, Texas, in which 13 people were killed while someone was hollering Allah Akbar killing them. After the shooting, a former Bureau Director, William H. Webster, conducted a formal review of the investigation into the gunman Nidal Maliki Hassan before and after the attack. That review said the FBI had mishandled information garnered from intelligence, and it led to changes in the way the agency shares information. It is not clear that the Obamianist even recognizes that there is a war with is Islamism rather than a series of mopping up operations that he continually says he has inherited from his much-criticized predecessor. But in this globalized age, Islamism is at war with us and always will be until it is destroyed like communism was. Ramadan is well known as a time of Islamic slaughter. It is also becoming known as a time when Obama will praise Islam for various imaginary virtues. Obama's Ramadan uh, boilerplate acceptance 
August the 11th, 2010, in the White House is a shocking portrayal of his true self. We know that you know the president's job is not to issue such nonsensical platitudes as the following, but we need to shout them over and over. Here is Obama speaking of Ramadan. These rituals remind us of the principles that we hold in common and Islam's role in advancing justice, progress, tolerance, and the dignity of all human beings. Don't you think that Obama should provide some evidence of the extraordinary statement that Islam has played a role in advancing justice, progress, tolerance, and human dignity when, in fact, the world knows it is the complete opposite. He goes on with his shit with uh, Ramadan is a celebration of a faith known for great diversity and racial equality. Can you believe this shit? What in the blank does he mean? Muslims are known for violence and terror, killing and raping the women, and surely everyone in the world knows that. And more of his crap is Islam has always been part of America. Can you believe this crap? What in the blank is he talking about? Can you imagine him stating that Islam played no role or has played a role in his American history? They were not even here until recent history when Obama opened up the back door for them to rush into the United States and bypass the need for applying for citizenship when he could then employ a few thousand Muslim czars to help him, help guide him on what to do and write what he has to read on the teleprompter in the White House. More of the Muslim in chief's crap is American Muslims have made extraordinary contributions to our country. Well, such boilerplate crap lies is nice and all, but extraordinary contributions? What in the blazes is he referring to? He did not mention Jews contributing, as they have. Obama continues his attack on Israel by blocking delivery of bunker busters uh, to the Israeli military turning an ally into an enemy and enemies into make-believe allies is Obama's goal? Which side is he on? Anyway, officials said that the U.S. military was ordered to divert a shipment of smart bunker buster bombs slated for Israel to a military base in Diago Garcia. Diago Garcia is a, is a tropical footprint-shaped coral Atoll uh, uh, located south of the equator in the central Indian Ocean. Now, the U.S. military said the shipment of 387 smart munitions was slated to join the pre-positioned U.S. military equipment in Israeli Air Force bases when it was diverted. Obama's reaction uh, hate for Israel 
is becoming obvious and now expected as he takes any opposition as a personal insult. All this will do is to make Israel develop its own bunker buster uh, bombs, and certainly they should, given the dangerous Muslim countries that surround them. In 1952, President Truman established one day a year as National Day of Prayer. In 1988, President Reagan designated the first Thursday in May of each year as the National Day of Prayer. In June 2007, then-presidential candidate Barack Hussein Obama declared the USA was no longer a Christian nation. This year, the Obamianists canceled the 21st annual National Day of Prayer ceremony at the White House under the rouge of not wanting to offend anyone. But on September 25, 2009, from 4 a.m. to 7 p.m., a National Day of Prayer for the Muslim religion was held on Capitol Hill beside the White House. There were over 50,000 Muslims in D.C. that day. He prays with the Muslim. I guess it doesn't matter if Christians and Jews are offended by this event. We obviously don't count anymore in his eyes. Now he is encouraging schools to teach the Koran for extra credit in schools. While they cannot even talk about the Bible, God, or even salute the American flag, the direction this country is headed should strike fear in the heart of every Christian and Jew, especially knowing that the Muslim religion believes that anyone other than them that cannot be converted to their Muslim culthood, that they should be annihilated. This is why we should always bring up the subject of common core and how it is destroying our children's chance to learn our Constitution, Bill of Rights, and the Declaration of Independence, and our American values. Common Core is a cobble, which is a secret political clique of a faction. Obama, the, the Carball puppet, has continued the Bush family onslaught against public education with Common Core and race to the top federalized all public and private education. The controversial standards scheme known informally as Common Core is being foisted on state governments all across the country with a combination of taxpayer-funded bribes, outright deception, and federal but bludgeoning, and of course, despite America's long traditions of local governance and separation of powers, the Obama administration and its establishment, allies in both parties, are determined to get the standards rolled out nationwide. So far, their progress has been remarkable, and Jeb Bush, the Florida destructionist, is right at the core of both of these educational deceptions, which are intended to dumb down our schools to produce manageable serfs, 
Obama's Race to the Top initiative actually constitutes a race to the bottom for American students. Jeb Bush, during his tenure as governor, turned Florida into a totalitarian state with his no-child-left-behind strategy for Florida schools. Neil Bush founded Ignite Incorporated, a software company that helps students prepare to take comprehensive tests required under the dumbing down of No Child Left Behind Act by his brother. Some politicians are questioning whether Governor Jeb Bush's brother, Neil, is trying to use the FCAT to simply make a buck. The argument is raising eyebrows at the state Democratic Party. Spokesman Ryan Banfield says, having one brother selling something to, quote, help students on a test spearheaded by another brother and sanctioned by the president doesn't look good. Now, that was back when brother was president, as you recall. We think that there's an appearance of impropriety here. Go figure. Titians aren't crooked, are they? After all, Neil Bush's Ignite only wanted $30 per year per student for its software, for this deal, netting $60 million. Neil Bush always has the American economy at heart, and with his great strides, at the same time, increasing Ignite's profitability by outsourcing Ignite jobs to Mexico. How about that? Yeah. Neil Bush entered into a partnership with Mexican company, Grappo Carso uh, Telecom. The partnership enabled Ignite to lay off its 70 employees and outsource those jobs to Mexico. Now, with the open borders... Do you think he can simply get the illegal aliens that are over here now to do the work? I don't know. Go figure. Neil Bush is not ashamed of anyone who will help fund his software company either. To fund Ignite, Bush raised $23 million from U.S. investors, including his parents, as well as business from, from Taiwan, Japan, Kuwait, and British Virgin Isles, and the United Arab Emirates, according to documents filed with the Securities and Exchange Commission. Yes, so many actions from the Bush family endorsed by Obama. Remember, he wants the Koran taught in schools and to keep the Bible outlawed. Neil Bush's actions should just be shoe in the door to the White House for old Jeb Bush running in 2016, don't you think? Now, no, no, I was meaning shoe in the butt to kick him out the door, not the other way around. Now, with that, I will call on my two partners on this weekly show, and I want to get both of them's very close attention, Michael Talley and Dr. Mark Davis. And So, Mike, come in here and blast away. Oh, good morning, gentlemen. Well, the last thing we want is Jeb Bush running for president. He got the uh, Muslim in chief giving his little speech last night, and his speechwriters are so lame, they're copying from George Bush's speeches. 
I mean, anybody that watched this guy, I got a beautiful sign I'm going to put in the back of my truck. And you get in front of somebody with an Obama sticker on their car or Obama Biden. It says, that Obama sticker on your car might as well say, yes, I'm with stupid. This is just so ridiculous. You celebrate, like you're saying, Ramadan, the White House. But God forbid you celebrate any other religion or cult. I hate to call Islam a religion because it really is a cult. Thank you. Now, we've got so many things going on. This 9-11 is something that I've got mixed feelings about. We want to remember what they did, why they did it. And I think Phil Robertson, uh, the duck guy, has got it right. Convert them or kill them. That's the only thing to do with these members of the cult. And I mean all of them. All exactly. people, young people, little kids, they all learn to hate the United States. And that's what they do. That's what Ramadan's all about. Yet our cult leader-in-chief has Ramadan celebrations at the White House. Contributions that they have made, they don't make contributions. They don't produce anything I'm aware of. Whereas Israel actually has factories. They produce things. They can actually trade with other countries. With the 9-11 going on, Benghazi a couple years ago, they're still chasing they say they're chasing the people that caused that. you got the hill to be saying, well, it's just people out looking for a, somebody to shoot. How can anybody think she has any kind of common sense at all? I hope they do run her because it'll be fun just watching her open her mouth and continually make a fool out of her. Now, Obama was supposed to support her. He's supporting uh, Elizabeth Warren. So their little deal is down the twos, but the hell the beast is so stupid she doesn't know it. Uh, Libyan terrorists have 11 jetliners that they've seen. The, uh, the fl- two flights that just disappeared. People actually think those flights disappeared. They're planes that are going to be sent to Israel, to Europe, or to the United States to destroy. That's all they can do. That's what cult leaders do. They don't build anything. They don't contribute to society. They destroy. They're cowards. Even the ISIS, which our esteemed cult and chief likes to refer to him as ISIL because he doesn't want to offend Syria. He doesn't even call them Muslims. He says they're not even Muslim. Right, right. Yeah, the Muslims, these terrorists, ISIS, uh, the terrorists, they're not Muslim. Muslims wouldn't do this. I mean, I can't even watch this guy. I had to hear what he had to say on Fox because they're the only ones that will actually repeat this nonsense he's spewing. And you've got Curry, who is a coward, out there saying, well, our Bible promotes, says Muslims are good, and they promote global warming or the attention to global warming. We're led by idiots. We have nobody out there now, and we won't be able to get Oliver North or... Trey Gowdy to run for president. We're going to end up with Mitt Romney or Chris Christie, God forbid. They're, the, they're going to be the kind of people that the media is going to have a, support, a point. And it's just incredible what we have to listen to. You've got people like uh, this Colorado professor, War Churchill, saying we deserve to be bombed. Here's another guy. He's teaching at a university. 
It's just like we have Bill Ayers and uh, Dorn teaching at universities. It's incredible. We have no common sense when it comes to what we should be doing. Uh, Obama's using ISIL to avoid using ISIS. He doesn't want to consider them as Muslims. He doesn't want to insult or upset Syria. Russia has had bombing runs close to the United States and Canada. And do we hear about it? No. You only get that on the alternative news media or shows like ours. Uh, Doctor, what are your thoughts? Thank you. Good morning, guys. First, uh, David, your summation was right on point and was very good and I appreciate it, which leads into what I want to say. Uh, the speech last night, which I heard on the radio, I was in transit, I heard the whole thing, uh, de- definitely was a photo op for him while he was on TV, uh, why he wanted it on prime time, who cares? And, and the information he provided was nothing new. Uh, things that already people have projected needed to be done. Uh, he may do, and he's treading very slowly in doing what he, he said uh, he's going to do. He's trying to get a coalition together. Meantime, every day, they're slaughtering uh, numbers of people over there. I wonder where these bombing runs he's doing are actually going. Are they bombing tents and the pharmaceutical companies like Clinton did in 1999? So I wonder about that. For common core education, it is a race to the bottom. The standards are very low. They're trying to make the the dumb kids look uh, smart, and there's no real intellectual equality out there. Everybody has their own level uh, that they're at. And so to try to make it look like the the top people are dumber and the dumber people are smart, it's just nonsense. And the the standards, if you get to read them, are just absolutely absurd. Uh, And, yeah, we we can't talk about Judaism. We can't talk about Catholicism in the classroom anymore. It's about the Koran, which is right on point, uh, exactly what it is. We're turning into a uh, a country that's going to be headed towards Sharia law uh, eventually, which is the major law of the Muslim religion, actually, um, where women have no rights at all. Children are kept down. People just use pawns in, in their religion for their murderous uh, habits. So we have a country right now that's in evolutionary changes led by Obama, and unfortunately uh, we're seeing it before us every day in the news. What do you guys think? What do you, what, how, would you tell me if any of you have some idea why women will stand up before a microphone and support Muslims, and they'll have their little scarf on or whatever the hell that's called, yeah. and they will support that. It's the most destructive thing to women, I think, on the planet, but yeah. How can they stand up and support that? I would like to know that. I mean, here we know for a fact Muslims don't stand up and point fingers at some of the uh, Muslims that are, are bombing and killing people and de- beheading people. They're not, they're not saying they're bad people. So yeah. if, if they're not saying those are bad people, they must be our enemy too. I think it's multiplicity. If you're a Muslim, you... Hate an infidel. An infidel is anybody that is not a Muslim. So yeah. what? How do they? How do those women that are getting buried up to their neck and rocks thrown at them, and they've got to have five men determine that whatever she says is true? How can they sit and defend that? Please give me some answer. Yes, I, I could tell you that. Uh, having married into a Middle East uh, family, I would tell you this: their condition from birth. That's number one. Number two, they're instilled fear that they step out of line. 
things are going to happen to them. Three, what happened in Iran, as my, my wife came here as a, as a child, they used hangings to put fear into the public. They didn't hang many people, but they hung enough people to show them uh, be swung uh, in the wind in, in the squares of uh, Tehran and, and that kind of thing. So I would tell you guys the conditioning that these people have. And, and, and many of the American Iranians will tell you the atrocities the religious uh, bent that these Muslims have, that no other religion comes before them. So uh, that that's some of the things. They use conditioning, just like the Nazis did in the early 1930s. They slowly but surely went after people, shot one person here just to put fear into people. Eventually you know what they did. So uh, it's conditioning. It's no different than any other terrorist groups use uh, to keep people in line. Now that's why we can't create democracy in the Mideast countries. Yeah, right country is run by Islamists, the cults. They've got to be destroyed. There's no other yeah. option. They don't produce anything. All they want to do is kill non-Muslims. Yeah. And there are no moderate Muslims out there. Yeah. They don't speak up. And if they don't speak up, like uh, I think it was Bush said, you're either for us or against us. There is no gray area here. You either support the United States or you support the uh, Islamic Muslim cowardice, yeah. and that's the only option. They've got to be destroyed. Yeah. That's the way they think. They come over here. We had this woman in Florida wanted to get a picture on her driver's license in her burqa with just her eyes showing. Are you kidding yeah. me? This is ridiculous. We don't accept Sharia law. Yeah. We don't accept their asinine yeah. stance on women, throwing them back into the dark ages. Right. You know, and like you say, women don't object to this. The only answer is they're stupid. You know, I'm, I don't have a real good vocabulary as far as explaining something that goes, but stupidity is the only word that comes to me. Idiots. But you know, even, even, Very much even, so. Mike, you're right on point. You know, even though Dr. Uh, Dr. Davis says that it is a condition that they've been raised to, I want to bring the thought process out that in certain have had very ignorant parents, they have somehow in education for themselves and come and rose above. Once you get exposed to facts and begin to be able to deduce them for yourself, it's still extremely strange for me that not a single one is standing up against Islam Muslims, period, because they are, and I use that word, period. Oh, damn, I can't stand it. Uh, Muslims are, they're not telling us anything positive. They're all sitting back, not saying a word, and allowing the things to happen, and don't talk bad about Muslims and all of I want to say, you know, kiss my backside. I am going to let you see. At, you, you tell me that, oh, we cherish death more than the Jews and the, and the Christians cherish life? Okay, we're going to give that to you. Thank you. Okay, that's what I believe. You're not going to impose the death on us. We'll give you what you want, the death you're wanting. Okay? Now let's just say that if you determine you're going to allow your government or your dictator, whatever the hell you want to call him, to say that you are for the death of Americans or America's allies, Get ready. It's going to get a little rough over there. That's what I would say. 
That works for me. Yeah. Give them, we're yeah. just giving them what they want. Yeah, but you have to understand something. If you're a kid or an adult in a country like this, and you don't pull the party line, if you will, uh, and they don't provide you with food, a job, thing, you don't get food or a job. So you could literally starve to death if you don't uh, move in the Muslim direction. These are the tactics that they use. This is unfortunate. And this is, of course, North Africa, all through the Middle East, and you see the results. For this. Now, Obama should have laid out last night that we're going to bomb the oil wells because the oil wells where the, the ISIS is drawing their money from, but they won't do that. They're not going to go to the extreme. These are going to be like uh, minor bombing here, minor bombing over there, and they want support from the Arabs. We're not going to do much. And maybe throw some money our way. And they'll leave it mostly to us to do it. And it shouldn't be. It should be a coalition, and there should be a strong coalition. We so far have nine people, nine uh, states that signed on, mostly Muslim states. And they're, they're not going to contribute more than a couple of soldiers here and there. So it's going to be left to us. And what are we going to do? This is going to go on for years. And as you know, they're bringing in 450 more soldiers uh, just to support but you know when those soldiers get bombed or killed, they're going to bring thousands of our people in there. So there's going to be boots on the ground. We all see this coming. Uh, just like happened in Vietnam, you remember. We went in with the advisors in 1963. Even under uh, Eisenhower in the 1950s, there were advisors in, in uh, uh, Vietnam. And what happened? All of a sudden, the Gulf of Tonkin Resolution, August 9, uh, 1964, that they claimed a small boat hit a destroyer. Imagine that, a little junket, one of these little boats. And that was the pretext to go in and, and put 500,000 people there at a time, uh, which McNamara later on, the defense secretary, said was a bunch of baloney anyway, uh, that pretext. So this speech yesterday was a series of lies, and uh, that's what it's all about, really. Obama wanted a, a day on the TV. He got it, and we're going to see very little progress. And we're going to hear very little progress. And the left-wing media, they're just going to continue down the road, how wonderful Obama is uh, right past 2016 when the next Democrat gets elected, unfortunately. That's where they're going to try when to is enough, enough. You know, When is enough enough? When does it matter you know, when it comes to the Obamianists? You know, he, he was never vetted, number one, when he came into office. Everybody knows he, he hired the attorney that, that covered up his records, Elena Kagan, to be the justice of uh, uh, the Supreme Court. Now, you, you can't say that we don't know about the lies and the cover-ups and the files missing and all the other shit that's going on in in Washington. We we can't say that anymore. When is enough enough? People, American exceptionalism, hey, where is the Nathan Hales? I'm one of them, all right? I'm sorry I only have one life to give for my country. American exceptionalism is the theory that the United States is qualitatively different from any other nations or states, why then do you think that the uh, political politicians running on chain would not be challenged as, as to what he meant by that word change? American exceptionalism stems from its urgence from the revolution becoming what uh, political scientists call the first new nation in developing our own unique ideology, which we call Americanism, and all are based on liberty, individualism, forming our own republic that is insured, and our rights are protected by our founding documents, the Constitution, the Bill of Rights, the Declaration of Independence, no 
majority influx of people should be able to change our documents to suit themselves, just like we're talking about, Dr. Wing. When you know, the Muslims are saying, well, you, you've got to let the Koran be uh, uh, recognized and don't talk about the Bible, and they're trying to impose their documents on us. And I say, bullshit, it's enough. We've had enough. Why would Americans fall for fundamentally changing America? Do we see now what was meant by those words? Come on. Nobody wanted to look at what was meant by those words before. You had this idiot elected to office by blacks who vote for anybody that's black. They don't look at anything that makes sense. You got the white liberals that felt guilty. Oh, we suppress the blacks. We should have a black president. These people are the ones that put this idiot in office, and they didn't think about it. The left-wing liberal news media would not vet them. If you ask questions, well, obviously you're a racist. You'd have Biden coming out saying, "Well, yeah, Obama. He actually he can speak well, so he's got to be a good president." These are the idiots that put this. Muslim in chief in office. We are accepting somebody that nobody knew. They didn't ask what he meant, like you're saying, David, about fundamentally changing America. This guy hates the country. That's another reason we can't get any allies going against ISIS. They don't trust him. And they've seen reasons not to trust him. Russia is testing us all the time by sending bombers close to the United States, doing strategic strikes putting NATO and United States on their written enemies list, promoting a first strike that they would never do if we had a Kennedy there. I'm waiting for the Russians to put missiles back in Cuba. Let's see what this idiot-in-chief does at that point in time. These things are all coming. Yeah, That's the changes he wants. He, I think he wants that. You know, I really do. I'm, I'm purposely saying that I know for a fact in my heart, Obama, does does want to destroy the United States of America. Liberals have used government to destroy America, and liberals have used the courts to destroy religion. Liberals have used the control of schools to dumb down and to preach to the students uh, against American history. Liberals use the government to weaken economies and create a culture of dependence so that they could be easily controlled. And liberals think... That the U.S. is arrogant and needs to be taken down a notch. I mean, you talked about the professors over there, Mike. And, and Doctor, you know they indeed hate America. We, for for one of them to say we deserved our attack today, excuse me. You recall the Obamunists traveling the world, Air Force One, apologizing for America and Americans to his Muslim buddies? Now, liberals think that the U.S., History is filled with nothing but evil, and any attacks on the U.S. are richly deserved. What was one of the first things to appear after 9-11 attack? They said it was Republican president that secretly produced that attack. You know, yeah. liberals want the founders' memories eviscerated. Liberals think that our capitalist system needs to be eliminated. In short, liberals value nothing about the United States except it's tradition of self It's just amazing, too, these people yeah. that are pushing against capitalism, the people with the money that are supporting liberal causes, 
the people that want the gays to be given uh, marriage rights, the Hollywood people that are supporting this this idiot in chief, they're going to be the first ones to go down if we're ever taken over. I hope so. I they hope will so. because well, the con- look at look at the communist newspapers. They had investing in Pravda. I don't think they even a Pravda, whatever it was called. Yeah. I think they're down to one paper now. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Compare every other America. Compare every other country. Not of today's political dictatorship crap that's going on, but as we once were. Yeah. Where politicians actually worked for the people who are the real boss, but have not been taught this in our government control deliberately down schools. They don't realize the people are the boss. We're, Look at we're Obama's first action. His first actions in office. He removed the bust of Winston Churchill, sent it back to the British, which was a big insult, number one. Number two, he went on the apology tour. After the apology tour, quickly he was given the Nobel Prize for peace, as though he had done something, which we all know he did nothing, and he's done nothing while in office to promote peace. Number three, he goes and has backdoor parties with the Muslim Brotherhood. We know he hates Israel. It's obvious he snubbed the uh, uh, premier... Uh, of Israel when he was in the White House. We we know Netanyahu had to wait downstairs as Obama had his dinner, which, which was absolutely ridiculous. We know recently a um, a ship full of bombs was diverted away from Israel. Uh, that They needed bunker buster bombs and such. I think we've discussed that. Yeah. So there's a lot of things that are going on that are anti-Israel, anti-American. And uh, where's Obama today? He's giving a little speech somewhere about 9-11, or was he uh, jumping in the streets like the Palestinians did after the towers fell? I'd like to know what his true feelings are. And by the speech last night, I think I know what his true feelings are. I think America knows. I think a lot of the blacks know now that he's not the president that he portrays to be. It took a lot to penetrate their skulls, but I I think there's a lot of opinion changing in the country. We know that the uh, Hispanics are very pissed at him for not moving forward on immigration uh, legislation prior to the election so that he's going to lose some Hispanic voters as well. But again, as long as the checks keep rolling out, to the majority will still vote Democrat, as, as we know. So uh, we need a very strong candidate. You may have heard that Cruz uh, was booted off stage the other day. He was at a Christian Muslim rally, some kind of collection of Muslims and, and Christians that are trying to project peace. But whatever he said, he was booted off. So I don't know if Cruz is the guy that's going to be coming uh, in 2016, they beat on Christie already. He's gone. So wh- who do we really have out there uh, running for the presidency that's going to be strong against a Hillary type or somebody who represents a person like her? I think you Hillary know, could run incredible. But every time you mention, every time you mention the fact that, that you know blacks were voting, yeah. I, I think you know he ran on the fact that he's a uniter, not a divider. He's the most divisive. President in the entire world, I think the most divisive human being. I'm wondering if any of you sense that there is enough strong Americans left, love this country enough to save it from its downward spiral by firing those on both sides who are only there to put money in their own pockets and could care less about the country. Two words the Fed up. Yeah. No? Yeah. Six in ten Americans yeah. Yeah. are dissatisfied with the state of the U.S. economy. More than 70% yeah. believe the country is headed yeah. in the wrong direction, and nearly 80% yeah. 
are down on the country's political system, according to the latest NBC News. Come on, and the Wall Street Journal, and of all of the media outlets. Now, there's no such thing as, you know, how you contribute. Listen, I want you to know, seeking power with an extra topping of greed. That's what one contributor to a LinkedIn group of mine said. Seeking power to... With an extra topping of greed, that's what a politician is today. I mean, how many bridges to nowhere? You know, I'm just using that to applicable terms for all of the crap that goes on. They get caught every day up there. We have got to get back in control. The people are the boss. We've got to regenerate that thought and let even the millennials understand that they're this is they really are, are brought up to think that they're supposed to be in a dictatorship. Yeah, but you made a key point, David. David, you made a really key point. How many Americans are left? If you go to New York City, where I grew up, it's not uh, an American city anymore. It's a little Korea. It's a little China. It's a little Russia. It's a little this, a little that. I went into Queens, one of the major boroughs of the city, and all you see is uh, signs above their stores in foreign languages. It's not the America that we think it is. The fabric of America has changed, not only under Obama, but since the late Reagan onwards, they've been pumping in foreigners into this place. And many of them have not become citizens, and they still continue their isolated cultures, which, if you take in, in a group, are going to be displacing uh, people who are American citizens eventually. So we look down the road 10, 20, 30 years, it'll be America of non-Americans, literally. So where would their allegiance really be? Will it be to Mexico, to China, to the South Korea, someplace else, or just to their back pocket? It won't be to the country. And they don't really care. The, yeah. the, in, as a group, collectively, why would they care what happens to this country? As long you as know, they're getting they, fed, all proof. the checks are coming in, that's what they right. need. You've got go. proof. you got vital proof. Look, that entire right. town, that entire state, New York, voted yeah. for a communist, a profound, professed communist. Yeah. Yes, they are not. It's it's not an American place anymore. Just like you were talking about very eloquently, you described it. It is not America. It's not represented by the American ideology, the American values, our Constitution, our Declaration of Independence. Everything is completely swept out of the of the rug. It is a part of this, a part of that, a part of this country, and that country. When they come over here. If I were president, you would speak English. You would not have – if you, if this was not your country, you would be invited to leave. This is America. You want to be an American. You come over. Our American values are going to be there. We're not going to accept yours. Get the hell out if you don't like it. Do not come over here with the uh, with the thought that you are going to change. And by the way – we are not politically correct. That is going to have to be sent out to Boot Hill. We've got to stop that political correctness crap. Yeah. Well, I think uh, we have a. My wife come up with an excellent suggestion. If you go to a voting booth, first of all, everything's in English. If you can't speak English, you don't belong. Second of all, you bring a photo ID. Third of all, you get a twenty or thirty question quiz. Yeah to show that you know what you're talking about. If you fail those three tests or any one of those three, you don't vote. You go away. There's no pressing one for English and two for Spanish and whatever they want to do. 
if you want to be a citizen and vote, you better know what you're talking about. Exactly. And with this idiot opening our southern border, and it reinforces what you're talking about, Doctor, these isolated communities. Yeah. People, don't, they, they haven't come over here because they want to. They didn't go yeah. through the process. They ran over the border with the MS, uh, S-13 druggies, the terrorists, the ISIS people. And all they refer to is, well, we have little kids coming across the border. We've got to accept them. Pelosi says, all these illegal immigrants, they're Americans. These people are idiots. You got Reed in the Senate not putting up any of the Republican bills that were passed in the House of Representatives, but he won't even put them to a floor vote in the Senate. You know, all these people, like you're saying, David, the rhinos, the Dems, the liberals, they've got to be voted out of office. I've seen an interesting change. There were uh, golf courses, real high-prestige golf courses in New York. The idiot chief wanted to go up and play golf. They wouldn't let him. They turned him down because they didn't want to shut down the golf course to all of their high-paying members because this idiot wanted to play a round of golf. That's all he does. You know, he's got a space program. We got a space craft that just came back. It's a Russian spacecraft bringing supplies and bringing trash back. Just blew up in space. We have no control over that anymore. We don't have shuttles that we can send up. Yeah. The city to shut down those programs. Yeah. Putin is, is laughing at us. Yeah. yeah. You know, if it were nothing other than for the low informed to look back at a little bit of history, when Obama uh, refused to wear the flag on the on the lapel pin, remember, and, oh, and yeah. also yeah. when he stood with his hands over his groin uh, when they were playing the national anthem and and the pledge of allegiance, and when he favors sex education for kindergartens, uh, kids, and his personal background was either scrubbed or hidden. You know, nobody ever pays attention to these facts. The place of his birth was called into question, but nobody uh, cared when he produced a, a, a fake certificate. And it was proven. You know, George, he, he, he known that George Soros, a multi-billionaire Marxist, spent a ton of money to get him elected, and he was part of his past life grooming him up to be this. There is nothing other than a complete acorn activist, simple teleprompter reader, the most divisive president in the world. I can't see how so many, even right today, Black and white. I was in a restaurant the other day. An older, big, fat gentleman said, well, yes, I voted for him. I mean, who else was it? We didn't have a choice. Can you imagine? We still have idiots in this in this country. Yeah. And I'm not going to be politically correct, uh, folks. Throw your rocks at me. I am not yeah. politically correct. And if you're that stupid, I'm going to call you stupid. Yeah. That's where they, that's where they come down. Yeah. These people that voted for this idiot. Yeah. Even like the blacks, they're looking at not getting these low-paying jobs because of the, all the illegal immigrants this idiot is letting cross our border are going to be taking those jobs. And yeah. if you look at them, they work. Yeah. You know, we want these fast food people coming out saying we want $15 an hour they're striking. And they are so stupid, they have no stuff. idea what that's going to do to the economy, and it won't help them. Oh, exactly it's going to destroy right, that. Mike, you made very good points. First, it's press one for Spanish, two for English. So 
Spanish is put ahead of English. The second thing is these people do work. I have three guys that come mow my lawn, uh, and I have a small lawn with a little bit of property here. Uh, three of them at a time, they get 50 bucks for mowing this in the hot sun. They never complain. They're always on time. They provide good work at the McDonald's locally here or, or putting up walls. They built my son's house, my son's small house. Uh, they work eight to eight. They laid some rugs in in, in a property we used to have. Uh, they came early in the morning. They stayed till evening. They did the entire job. If the union would have come in, they would have taken three days for them to do the same job. These guys did it in a day. So they're very, very good workers. The other thing is I wanted to mention before we go off the air, the Quran is their book of indoctrination. Don't look at it only as a religious uh, text. These people indoctrinated from day one on the Quran. It provides their marching orders, what to do, what not to do, how to live, how the culture should move forward, things like that. And women are put at the bottom of the list. Uh, I just wanted to mention those things for people to understand. The Quran is not just a, a, a book. It's 114 chapters. Each chapter has three to 326 verses in it. And basically those are guidelines how to live. Uh, it's not like our Bible or some other Bibles that like the Judaism follows. Now it's a book of cults. It tells you that you have yeah. to kill non-believers. Right. What religion yeah. ever... I mean, I don't care if you're in Zimbabwe. Their religion doesn't say you got to kill anybody who doesn't believe what you believe. That's why Islam is not a religion. It's a cult. Yeah, thank you. People may be getting tired of hearing that, but believe it. That's what we're dealing with. Exactly right. That's why these people have to be destroyed. You can't convert them. Yeah. If there's one of them left, they're going to try to kill any non-Muslim person. They've got to all be destroyed. Radical to say, but that's the truth. I don't think we can wipe them out, guys. I don't think ISIS is going to be wiped out. We may suppress them for a while, but the head of the snake will regrow, and another group will show up. That's why they need tough leaders in those countries to suppress this kind of groups. Uh, and we may find ourselves fighting on the side of Iran now. Of course, Iran is majority Shia. Almost 89% of people in Iran are Shia. This is a Sunni group, the ISIS people. So we may be doing Iran's work for them, uh, or even fighting alongside. And that would be ironic, wouldn't it? Uh, that's, that's just like hiring like, more rattlesnakes to help us kill the rattlesnake. Uh, right. We've already let Iran develop an atomic bomb. Yeah, we'll give certainly. We need... need Strong president over here that's going to say, end, that's enough, end. You you make a, a statement about you hate America and want to destroy America, your ass is gone. Yeah. I don't yeah. care who you are, where you are, yeah. you make that statement, this is what is going yeah. to take place. And by the way, you know, you guys talked about uh, uh, the presidential run. You didn't talk about Uncle Joe. You know, he's talking about running for president, you know, you God guys. Did. <laughs> <laughs> that dumb and dumber, right? <laughs> oh, God. Dumb and dumber. Getting Obama impeached. You got Biden to deal with next. Now, that's why you don't want to impeach Obama. <laughs> oh, God. Get this word. Biden? Yeah. He can't give his wife good advice. <laughs> and if Republicans lose the, the House, yeah, yeah Pelosi would be after Biden. I mean, oh, my God. Yeah. Gotta, right. All three of those got to be on the same plane when it goes down. <laughs> you know, I love... Well, it, I love it'll be Obama, Biden, then Boehner, and I don't like Boehner at all, so... <laughs> well, no, he's not going to be good. Yeah. Every one of the, the, the conversations we've had in, in the past, like uh, people like Ben Carson, remember... Never, ever forget Colin Powell, okay? Yeah. We learned a lesson. Everybody in the world, including myself, idolized that man. I thought he was, he was the new person to, yeah. for everyone to emulate. Yeah. And simply put, 
he was a scam artist. He did whatever it took to get him to be wow. wherever he was. As soon as he got the opportunity to vote for a, absolutely no uh, uh, a person who no one knew or knew anything about, but because he was black, he jumped over and voted for the person. Now, what did that do to Ben Carson? Well, if Ben Carson would have just come on the scene and uh, and started talking about these wonderful things that he wanted to do and, and said everything right, looked nice, and said all the right things, well, where was he back 2009 when we in 2008 when we really needed him when when the yeah. Obamacare crap was out if he was yeah. so appalled at it then why didn't we hear about it then and then Excellent. oh by the way why didn't we hear about it again yeah. when the election happened in 2012 yeah. no Mr. Carson you are Colin Powell that's it I'm out of that you know I, I wrote that I wrote exactly what you just said I was lambasted by a lot of people saying Carson was too busy with his practice. Bull, and I won't go to the word bullshit, but it was bullshit. Oh, where was he in 2010 March when the legislation was passed? Where was he before the 2012 November election? He was getting his boy uh, elected. That's why he was quiet till 2013. I think it was January or February. They had a a tea party at the White House when he spoke up against Obamacare. And he probably didn't even know what was in it. He just wanted to take the antithetical approach uh, to show that he's a Republican. I don't believe he's a Republican. I think he's a Colin Powell in disguise. And you guys sure. put it very succinctly and correctly. No, no such thing as somebody that's going along, get along. We already know what a damn politician is. They yeah. say anything to get elected. I mean, look, at the worst, I guess the worst of the worst, Charlie Chris over here. Okay, you didn't vote for me as a Republican. Okay, now I'm a Democrat. Vote for me, and he's running against uh, another crook, uh, uh, but it's at least less of a crook. <laughs> and and the, the idea is that a politician is, it, Charlie Chris ought to be put on the post to say, here's, what you need to be to be a politician, you know what I mean? And not yeah. go into a, any kind of discussion. Just look at what he's done. Now, certainly, the, the criminal that's there now, he's got all kinds of evidence that he's did this and that. But at least he's doing a little bit less than what I would be doing. That's that's the hell of it. I, I'm, I'm sick of it that we have... Uh, non um, what I call non-Americans as politicians. They simply get up, they learn how to rob and steal and, and to go along, to get along. They, they learn, they get banerized, you know what I mean? Or bonerized, I don't know how what, <laughs> what you want to call them. But you, you can't be a simple, listen, whatever's good for me is what I'll do, and, and just not care at all about what's happening in this country. I'm appalled at the entire thing. We we need a bunch of Trey Gowdy's. Yes, we do. We need a bunch of Americans in power because power would mean they bring the power back to the people. We are the boss. We hire those BASTs uh, in, uh, in some more letters. Uh, we hire them. We are the people who should control them. We are not to be controlled, dumbed down schools and control this and control that. We're regulated to death, guys. And yeah, I love you, both of you, please. Ever, right. ever, 
Dear President Obama, we, the people, have stated resolutely we reject your vision for our country. You claim you have not heard us. We, the people, have assembled across America resisting your efforts to subvert our Constitution and undermine our liberty. You claim you have not seen us. Since you have not acknowledged our message, let us here present it once more. For if, as President Wilson said, a leader's ear must ring with the voices of the people, the time has come. Our greatest treasure is...